Shalom, everyone. This is Evangelist James and his beautiful wife, Evangelist Louise. All praise to the Most High, Ahaya, through Yeshia. Shalom, everyone out there. And we do pray that you're having a peaceful day wherever you are. And we're, in Yeshia's mighty name. And we're with scriptures across the world, Watchman Street Ministries. Here on Repent Radio, on Anchor Radio, and we've got a prayer, praise, testimony, and discussion line, and the number is 469-47, no, it's 407-476-7163, and you can call that. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That number's been available for many years, and it receives a lot of calls, and you can text it. We receive a lot of text on there, and one day soon we'll do another broadcast and bring some of those on. Right now, what we're doing is reading through the scriptures, and we started at the book of Genesis, and we're on Genesis 21. And so we've been reading and, and discussing as we go along. And uh, the number is 407 476 7163. Yeah. If you've got any praise reports or any just want to talk and discuss things with us or uh, you want to pray or want prayer or need prayer for someone else or give us your testimony praise well. reports and talk about things and that's what makes this ministry even more strong is by whenever you do call into that number and you testify and share that will go out all over the world for others to hear. And the number is 407-476-7163. And uh, we're going to be in Genesis 21. <clears throat> and Ahiah visited Sarah as he had said. And Ahiah did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son. And in his old age, at the set time of which Elohim had spoken to him, and Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him, whom Sarah bare to him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son, Isaac, being eight days old, as Elohim had commanded him. And Abraham was an hundred years old when his son, Isaac, was born unto him. And Sarah said, Elohim hath made me to laugh so that all that here will laugh with me. 
And she said, Who would have said unto Abraham that Sarah should have given children suck? For I have borne him a son in his old age. And the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned. Think about this. He was a hundred years old when he had, <clears throat> when his wife had Isaac, she was 90 years old. That is something. You never hear of women having babies at 90 years old. So that had to be a miracle of Ahia to do that, especially with him being a hunt with Abraham being a hundred years old. They sure would know how to be good parents by then. They should at that age. Yeah. They should for sure. They should know what they're doing, huh? Yeah. So he had before uh, before Isaac, he had uh, Ishmael. And Ishmael was like 13 or 14 years old, I believe, when uh, Isaac came about. So there's Ishmael and Isaac. Yeah, Ishmael came from Hagar, the handmaid. And uh, as we go along, will we learn about them? A little bit. You know, to know what they grew up like. And... Yeah, it says that on there that uh, Ishmael would be a wild man. Well, so being a hundred years old didn't help anything <laughs> <laughs> when he had him, right? <laughs> Well, uh, Sarah didn't want them, want them around. And so he allowed Sarah what she wanted. Oh. So I guess he didn't really raise Ishmael too much. But he did have Ishmael uh, circumcised. No, and uh, hmm. and Sarah's okay, and uh, she, and Sarah was laughing about it. You know, she said, "Who would have said unto Abraham that Sarah should have given children suck? For I have borne him a son in his old age." And then it says, And the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned. And Sarah saw the, the son of Hagar, the Mitzrayim, which she had born unto Abraham, mocking. This might have been where he, okay, so Sarah saw the son of Hagar, that would be Ishmael. 
So we're right on there, the Mitzrayim Egyptian, which she had born into Abraham, mocking. Wherefore she said unto Abraham, Cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son, even with Isaac. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. So they were there with them until then. Mm-hmm. And Elohim said unto Abraham, Let it not be grievous in thy sight because of the lad and because of thy bondwoman. And all that Sarah hath said unto thee, Hearken unto her voice. For in Isaac shall thy seed be called. So Elohim said to Abraham, Let it not be grievous in the sight because of the lad and because of, you know, Hagar. To uh, hearken to Sarah. Because... Isaac would be what his seed would be called in Isaac, okay? And also of the son of the bondwoman will I make a nation because he is thy seed. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a bottle of water and gave it unto Hagar putting it on her shoulder and the child and sent her away. And she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. And the water was spent in the bottle and she cast the child under one of the shrubs. So Abraham sent them away. And she, they departed into the wilderness. And the water was spent in the bottle, and she cast a child under one of the shrubs. And she went and sat her down over against him a good way off, as it were a bow shot. For she said, Let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him and lift up her voice and wept. And Elohim heard the voice of the lad. And the angel of Ahiah called to Hagar out of heaven and said unto her, What aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for Elohim heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up the lad, and hold him in thine hand, for I will make him a great nation. And Elohim opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. And she went and filled the bottle with water, and gave the lad drink. And Elohim was with the lad, and he grew. 
and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer. Dwelt in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took him a wife out of the land of Mitzrayim. And it came to pass at that time that Amalek and Bilkal, the captain of his host, spake unto Abraham, saying, Allahim is with thee in all that thou doest. Think about this. That lad and his mother being in the wilderness like that. She thought he was going to die. She didn't want to see the death of her son. And then uh, Allahim comes in the picture and they opens her eyes. She sees this well and gets the water. That reminds about the wilderness that will be in the next book in Exodus where the uh, Israelites would be like, uh, we don't have water, get us some water and stuff. And then Moses gets some water. And the And they're going to make a nation. He's going to make a great nation. And uh, it came to pass at that time that Abimelech and Phicol, the chief captain of his host, spake unto Abraham, saying, Allahim is with thee in all that thou doest. Now therefore swear unto me here by Allahim that thou wilt not deal falsely with me, nor with my son, nor with my son's son, but according to the kindness that I have done unto thee, thou shalt do unto me and to the land wherein thou hast sojourned. And Abraham said, I will swear. And Abraham reproved Abimelech because of a well of water, which Abimelech's servants had violently taken away. And Abimelech said, I want not who hath done this thing, Neither didst thou tell me, neither yet heard I of it but today. And Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them unto Abimelech, and both of them made a covenant. And Abraham set seven ewe lambs of the flock by themselves. And Abimelech said unto Abraham, what mean these seven ewe lambs, which thou hast set by themselves? And he said, For these seven ewe lambs shalt thou take of my hand, that they may be a witness unto me that I have digged this well.
Wherefore he called that place Beersheba, because there they swear both of them. Thus they made a covenant at Beersheba, that Abimelech rose up, and Phicol, the chief captain of his host, and they returned into the land of the Philistines. And Abraham planted a grove in Beersheba and called there on the name of Ahiah, the everlasting Ahishiah. And Abraham sojourned in the Philistines' land many days. Praise Ahiah. Genesis 22. Praise Ahiah through Yeshaya. And it came to pass after these things that Elohim tested Abraham and said unto him, Abraham. And he said, Behold, here I am. So af after these things, Elohim tested Abraham. And said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went into the place of which Elohim had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. So now, Elohim is sending him to a place to go and sacrifice his son, Isaac. So Abraham has lots of faith. I mean, is he going to do it or is he not? And he knows that Ahia's got the power that he can deliver him and raise him from the dead if he did. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder. Praise Ahia. 
and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and the knife. And they went, both of them, together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire in the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, Allah will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went, both of them, together. And they came to the place which Allah had told them of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Think about this. He has Isaac on the altar. He bounded him on there. So Isaac couldn't leave. And he puts his the knife ready to strike him, to cut him. what happens next? And the angel of Ahiah called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest Allah seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. So he told Abraham not to do anything to his son, that now I know that thou fearest Allah, seeing Thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from him. Think about that for a minute. That would be hard to any of our children. Take them up there and then if Ahia told us to sacrifice our son or our you know, it would be the hardest thing. Yes, it would. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horn. 
and Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Shadjah-Jirah, as it is said to this day in the Mount of Ahiah, it shall be seen. So, what was the purpose of a burnt offering? I mean, you had to... Of Ahiah more than anything. Even more than your own children, you know, your own family. Right. He's going to make a nation out of them. Where Israel came from. Well, Israel and Edom, which is... uh, The, uh, you know, because Isaac's children was Jacob and Esau. Right. And just, uh, so, what was the purpose of a, the sacrifice of a, say, a goat or a, a lamb? They believed that to cover our sins, blood, you know, shed blood. Right. Where Yeshua's blood was the ultimate sacrifice. Now, they don't have to have them anymore according to what, you know. Except there's a bunch of them that don't And we do believe that a lot of this is wrote in. Yeah, some of this has been. That's why you have to search the scripture. Because, okay, so Ahaya is. What, we're, we're on the uh, part of the. Instead of having to give his own son. Uh, Ram was caught in a thicket. So. So uh, he sacrificed it instead of his son. And Ahia was okay with that? See, I kind of missed out a little bit on the last part of the read there. Okay. We'll go back. So everybody else will understand because I know if I've got questions, you know, that I'm bringing out. Then people's got questions. Yes. And, okay. And the, they came to the, okay, and Abraham stretched forth his knife and took the knife to slay his son. Right. Because he put him on the altar, found him. You know, and he was going to come down. So, but why was he put to that point? Why was Abraham put to that point to have to sacrifice his own son? To 
see what Abraham would do. What kind of faith? So he was testing his faith. Tested. Yeah, he was testing Abraham. So he really wasn't going to even have him do that. He was just testing him to see if, what if he, he would have do. that much faith. Yeah. To know that his son is going to get the inheritance, his son Isaac, right? Yeah. He said that. And a baby from his old age, a hundred years old, he was, you know, having the child. Now, are you really going to put me first or are you going to put your son first now? So which one is it going to be? And then it says here, and it came to pass after these things that Elohim tested Abraham. Yeah. See, through tests and trials makes us who we are. The strength yeah. comes. And him being to, the patriarch father of, you know, of Israel and all. Yeah. He has to have that faith. So Ahia, and so Ahia probably caused that animal to get stuck in the thicket to sacrifice instead of his son. Because that he would have not have, you know, put yeah. him to that. He he didn't have to. That's right. Because Abraham has faith. And Abraham probably said, "Well, according to Elohim." My son is going to be the one to inherit, and I'm putting him to death. He's doing this to put him to death, you know. Well, he created all of us. He could bring my son back from the dead if need be, you know. Uh He can do anything. He's the Almighty. That's right. So, yeah, I'll sacrifice him, you know. Mm-hmm. Bam, you know, that's faith. Yeah. You said this is what's come, you know, this is the one. Yeah. Brings out a lot. And we were told we didn't even have to read these books. I know, and they don't really show in the New Testament they try to prove a bunch of things wrong from the Old Testament but there was more faith in the Old Testament than there was in the New. Even some of the Torah could have been changed. Yeah. Like we believe that Yeshia was a vegetarian and we're vegan and because to eat meat you have to kill it. That's right. And also think about the the uh, sacrifice there. Yeah. And Abraham called the name of that place Shadjah-Jireh. A lot of people says Jehovah-Jireh, but it's Shadjah. 
जाएगा So much to learn. Ahaya will provide. Uh huh. So I actually believe it should be Ahaya Jaira. Jaira meaning provide. Ahaya provide. And, uh. This is going to get good. Yes, it is. And the angel of Ahia called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time and said, By myself have I sworn, saith Ahia, for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee. And in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because thou hast obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned unto the young men, and they rose up and went together to Beersheba. And Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. And it came to pass after these things that it was told Abraham, saying, Behold, Milcah, she has also born children unto thy brother, Nahor, who's his firstborn, and Booz his brother, and Kemuel his father of Aram, and Chesed, and Hazo, and Pildash, and Jidliah, and Bethuel, and Bethuel begat Rebekah. These eight Milcah did bear to Nahor, Abraham's brother, and his concubine, whose name was Rumah. She bare also Tibet and Gaham, and Thahash, and Maachah. Genesis 23. And Sarah was an hundred and seven and twenty years old. These were the years of the life of Sarah. So she was a hundred and twenty-seven years old when she died, Sarah. And Sarah died in Kirjazaba. The same is Hebron in the land of Canaan. And Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. And Abraham stood up from 
before his death, and spake unto his sons of half, saying, I am a stranger and a sojourner with you. Give me a possession of a burying place with you, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. And the children of Heth answered Abraham, saying unto him, Hear us, my master, thou art a mighty prince among us, in the choice of our sepulchres bury thy dead. None of us shall withhold from thee his sepulchre, but that thou mayest bury thy dead. And Abraham stood up and bowed himself to the people of the land, even to the children of Heth. And he communed with them, saying, If it be your mind that I should bury my dead out of my sight, hear me and entreat me to Ephron, the son of Zohar that he may give me the cave of Machpelah, which he hath, which is in the end of his field, for as much money as it is worth, he shall give it me for possession of a burying place amongst you. And Ephron dwelt among the children of Heth. And Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the audience of the children of Heth, even of all that went in at the gate of his city, saying, Nay, my master, hear me, the field give I thee, and the cave that is therein I give it thee, in the presence of the sons of my people, Give I it thee, bury thy dead. And Abraham bowed down himself before the people of the land. And he spake unto Ephraim in the audience of the people of the land, saying, But if thou wilt give it, I pray thee, hear me. I will give thee money for the field. Take it of me, and I will bury my dead there. And Ephraim answered Abraham, saying unto him, My master, hearken unto me. The land is worth four hundred shekels of silver. What is that betwixt me and thee? Bury therefore thy dead. And Abraham hearkened unto Ephraim, and Abraham weighed in Ephraim the silver which he had named in the audience of the sons of Heth, four hundred shekels of silver, current money with the merchant. And the field of Ephraim, which was in Machpelah, which was before Mamre the field, and the cave which was therein, and all the trees that were in the field, that were in all the borders round about, were made sure. 
unto Abraham for a possession in the presence of the children of Heth, before all that went in at the gate of his city. And after this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field of Machpelah, before Mamre. The same is Hebron in the land of Canaan, and the field and the cave that is therein were made sure unto Abraham for a possession of a burying place by the sons of Heth. So that was where he bought a burying place for his wife who died, Sarah. Back then, they lived pretty well of age. She died, it was 127 years old. And well, we'll be doing chapter 24 tomorrow. And in the next chapter 25 though my love this way anybody who has any questions about this you know how someone was making fun because you was a widow and then you get married right uh -huh. to us you know we got married and they were saying you can't get married after being a widow well, in Genesis 25, then again, Abraham took a wife after becoming a widower from Sarah dying, you know. It says, then again, Abraham took a wife, and her name was Keturah. I forgot Abraham had taken another wife besides Sarah. But then also earlier though for him to have Ishmael, you know, his, uh, he had a concubine which was uh, Hagar, you know. Yeah. And we'll see the outcome of all of these things. So it's a thing to learn. So if you're a widow or widower and you do want to get married to somebody else, then yeah, it's according to the scriptures. I don't see anything wrong with it. As long as they're not married to somebody who's buying the other one, you know. Yeah, that's a, a teaching in itself about marriage there. And uh, there's a lot to learn there. 
I was hoping that was going to be the next chapter, but that was the chapter after that. So yeah. we'll go a little bit more on that on the next broadcast when we get on chapter 25. But we're going to do chapter 24 in the in the morning. How are you willing? Yeah, we'd like to try to do these reads every day. Yeah. And not miss any. A lot of hungry little sheep out there. Even we did have a lot of stuff we had to do yesterday, but that's still no excuse. So we're, I apologize. So forgive us for not being consistent and pray for us, please. Yes, please pray for us. It is hard out here on the street sometimes. Just pray for us to be more... To be more... Persistent. Consistent. Yeah, consistent, right. And for more patience. And thank you all for your prayers. Because they truly are working. Yes, they are. And y'all be. Love to yeah. all of our families out there and friends and many prayers. And we're keeping y'all in our prayers as well. Shalom. Shalom, everyone.